the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is Mortgage Matters with Misha, your source for real estate market updates and strategies and answers to your real estate lending questions. Now, to provide you with insight and help you navigate the constantly changing world of real estate lending, here's your host, financial services expert, Misha Dimitruk. Good afternoon, Bay Area. Thank you for joining once again. This is Misha Dimitruk, Essex Mortgage Branch Manager and Senior Loan Originator, NMLS 694427. Well, as always, this show is dedicated to you, our listeners, and helping you and ensuring for you that you have someone in the real estate lending world that you can reach out to, that you can ask questions of, that you can get tips and tricks and new information of, or even a different perspective on the financing that you're seeking or a challenging acquisition that you're looking to make. If you have questions, please reach out to me. 831-435-0385 is my cell phone. M-E-S-H-A at EssexMortgage.com is my email. And you can also find me on Facebook or LinkedIn. Now, I will tell you, if you call me, please be prepared for me to answer the phone. I received two different calls from listeners last week. And I answered the phone and they launched into their question and they said, wait, wait who am I speaking to? And I said, this is Misha. And they were absolutely stunned that they got me live and in person thinking they were going to get someone of my my team or my staff. And I assure you, this is my phone number and I'm here to answer your questions. So don't hesitate to reach out to me. I am not just a fluffy radio personality. I do this for a living. So as um, any of you who listen to the show know, we do a weekly challenge. Last week's challenge was about your credit strategy. And what are you doing to improve your credit position with all of the changes that are afoot in the economy and in the current financial environment? I received a call from Mitchell who said that he took the advice of looking at his own bank's offers. He had a 0% transfer offer with his own institution and he transferred his debt balance over. And by making the same payment that he was making paying interest, he will have paid off that debt in 16 months completely and then be able to save that much money every single month. He's elated. He didn't know even to look for these offers. So I always encourage people, begin with your own institutions, um, online banking or in-person banking. You can always ask a banker, do you have any offers for me? There's a segment in your profile at your bank of offers that are designated specifically for you. If you only want to bank mobile, then please look at the messages and the offers that are available to you. They are in your system waiting for you in most cases. I had a great conversation with Nellie. Nellie called because she decided to take a different route. She said her interest rate on her credit cards was just flying all over the place. She wasn't feeling confident that the, um, the market was going to stabilize at any time soon. 
she went out and applied for a personal loan. The personal loan that she got was 14% lower than the interest rate on her credit cards. Now, that is a giant amount of savings for her. She could not be happier. She has a fixed rate. Her debt has a plan for being paid off. And she's being rewarded for her good payment history, where the position that her credit card was in was not rewarding her for her good payment history. And um, that credit card was old. And when she had just started taking on debt, and she couldn't, she didn't even realize that she had such a viable option to minimize the amount of interest that she was paying. So Nellie, I'm really excited for you. Thank you for sharing. And, and Mitchell as well. These are the things that the listeners to our show are taking and applying for themselves. How the debt you manage is handled is a personal option. It's, it's absolutely up to you and what you feel the most comfortable with. But as you can see or hear from these two callers, they definitely had the opportunity to have the information presented and they followed it. So that's what we want to, um, to highlight here. Now, in speaking of highlighting and educational terms, we have Jeff Willie on the line with us. Jeff, how are you today? Hey, Misha, how you doing? Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween death yesterday. That was a great <laughs> day. Uh, how are you, Jeff? Remind everybody you know, who you are and what it is you do. Uh, my name is uh, Jeff Willie, and I'm a licensed realtor. My number is, the uh, license number is 019-31476. And uh, the best way to reach out to me probably is my cell, where you can text me, and that's at uh, 831-888-7685. And I primarily focus on the 55-plus age demographics. Uh, uh, I've, I've kind of been uh, MIA the last uh, few weeks. I've had a uh, significant change in my travel schedules. I've gotten involved with a couple of out-of-state projects. So uh, uh, that's where I've been and wanted to um, uh, talk to you about utilizing your assets to uh, continuing to try to check out markets that you're thinking that you might want to move to. Wonderful. Now, for those of you who are just playing catch up here, Jeff is on a journey and he's on a mission to determine where's the next best place for Jeff and his next investment, whether it's an investment for initially just for investing purposes or an investment that might morph into a personal residence. But this is his journey that he's sharing with us graciously uh, about how it is he's going about making the determination of where to go. Jeff? Yeah, and, you know, it's been interesting, Misha. You've mentioned uh, a couple of times on the last uh, few shows of one of the uh, uh, more uh, aggressive segments that's being uh, built and developed, which is called Build to Rent. And mm -hmm. uh, these are uh, communities of smaller footprinted homes that are being built specifically for renters in mind. In fact, uh, 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 there's a pretty good article in this uh, month's AARP uh, magazine that I just got today talking about your next big housing decision. But uh, I've been kind of engaged with a couple of these projects. One is in the uh, uh, Austin-San uh, Antonio corridor down in Texas. Uh, uh, the other one is a uh, group that has nine of these communities in the Phoenix markets. And uh, uh, pretty similar to when I moved to California 15 years ago when the real estate market went south, I rented my home for about 10 years, and it was basically became a rental property by default. And, uh, you know, I rented while I was out here. It turns out that, you know, these communities, uh, first of all, uh, if, if someone's not really emotionally tied to their home here in California, and they do have a, a, a fair amount of equity into it, 
you know, these build-to-rent communities, you know, uh, the ones in Phoenix, uh, they got backyards. There may be a 1,000 square foot. Uh, there's no common walls. There's no HOA fees. You know, there's no maintenance uh, issues or fees. Uh, the homes are all smart technology. And uh, basically the, the, the cost to rent is similar to a, an apartment in a big apartment building. You know, $1,600 for a one-bedroom, $2,300 for a two-bedroom. But, you know, you could, a person could easily take, you know, a, a handful of equity out of their home uh, uh, and use that as a rental uh, uh, place. Let's take Phoenix, for example. You could take Austin. You could take Boise. Every market has them. And your property here becomes a rental property. Now, all of a sudden, you've got passive income of maybe 2500 to $3,500 a month. Uh, if you get a strong property manager that's going to vet any uh, uh, applicants so that uh, you've got uh, boots on the ground to take care of maintenance issues, that's taken care of. And, heck, you could uh, uh, spend six months in one city, six months in another market if you want to be in different markets for winter and uh, summer. And uh, before you know it, two years go by, you've been able to spend six months plus in uh, different areas of the country. It hasn't cost you anything, and you still have your asset to sell uh, to say nothing that if you've got capital improvements that you want to do with that property that you're renting, uh, that becomes a tax deductible. So uh, there's a lot of pluses to look at that type of way to uh, not stress out that you need to sell your home to go someplace else and get another mortgage. Maybe, you know, you're better off just to look for the next couple of years to use that equity and rent in some of these uh, smaller communities, which, which, by the way, Misha, they also have the types of amenities that, you know, are in these larger complexes with HOA fees, like the swimming pools and the pickleball courts and the such. So uh, I'm, I'm becoming very enlightened to the fact that this is a pretty good option that uh, people may have. Uh, uh, and they don't have to make a decision now or for the next year of whether they should sell or shouldn't sell. Right, and it's a viable opportunity for people to try on a community because I think a lot of fear is, what if I don't like it there? I'm, you know, a lot of people, it's really challenging the concept to just pick up and go somewhere that they haven't experienced for more than a week's vacation. And, and so if you have the opportunity to rent there and really feel a place out, try it on for size, and for a good fit for you. So I think that's yeah. really an exciting way to learn. Is this a place where I could I enjoy and do I see myself spending more time here? And, yeah. and, and going about it in, in baby steps. And if you can do it in a way that is not taking any money out of your pocket, uh, mm -hmm. you've got passive income to uh, balance it out. Uh, I, I met a guy this past uh, uh, last week. I was at a uh, restaurant and uh, uh, in, in the uh, uh, area where I live down here in Santa Cruz, and we were at the bar, we were talking, and, you know, we were talking about using your equity and relocating, and I, he said, I did exactly that about 18 months ago, and he said, economically, it was a great decision, but he says, mm -hmm. I got to tell you, he moved to Boise, and he says, okay. I got to tell you, I got a little buyer's remorse. I don't know if that was the best place that uh, we should have moved to, but he says, for right now, you know, it is what it is, so... Mm -hmm. uh, uh, and, and this fits in too as well. Make sure that you know any changes that you you, you are making that you're working with a uh, really good realtor that you know uh, knows the market here, uh, can steer you to the right type of property management firms. Uh, 
I've got the tale of two homes, one across the street from me that sold six weeks, went on the market six weeks ago, sold, and they're moving to Nashville in about a week. The guy behind me, he put his house on the market. It was way overpriced, dropped at $150,000 the first week. It's six weeks later, and it still hasn't sold because now it's got that issue that is there something wrong? But, mm-hmm. you know, a, uh, a wise realtor would have been more prudent, I think, in, you know, because it's an art. How do you price a home when it's for sale? So uh, have a strong realtor, have a strong property management person, and uh, use your asset to uh, check out some of these places you might want to vacation or move to. Absolutely. Well, and take the advice of the professionals that you hire. All too often, particularly in these types of downturning markets, we hear people say, I found the best realtor. And they gave me this advice, but I want to go for the price I want to go for. That realtor is making their suggestion based on data, immediately available data from the market that you are in. If they are telling you that what the price is that you are looking for is is too high, is going to turn buyers away, take that as a sincere sign. That is their professional advice. And yeah. you know that's that's the reason you hired them in the first place. Jeff, as always, so great to have you. Now, um, please tell us what's your next step, and then don't forget to tell everyone how to get in touch with you because, ladies and gentlemen, this is all free information for you to be able to contact Jeff and talk about your journey as well. And really, with the no cost, use me as a sounding board. Uh, The best is uh, to reach out to me uh, with text or on my cell phone, which is 831-888-7685. I did uh, go up to uh, Sacramento last week. I've, I've had to put on hold uh, what I wanted to do up in uh, uh, Boise, and I've got to uh, head over to uh, 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 Phoenix again in a couple of weeks. So I'll let you know my schedule uh, as I find out more nuggets that I think are uh, helpful for our listeners. Uh, I'll stay in touch with you, Misha. Great. Thanks so much, Jeff. Always a pleasure to have you. Talk to you later. Thanks. Bye-bye. All right. Well, we are going to take a break. We'll be back in just a few and we'll talk about more of what's coming back up in the market. This is Mortgage Matters with Misha. This is Mortgage Matters with Misha with financial services expert Misha Dimitruk. All right. As everyone is aware, interest rates are on the rise and have been for quite some time. We're, we're talking about a vastly different market than where we were last year. And so the topic has come up and, and many times on social media, and I've weighed in about loan assumption. For buyers out there, these are things you will see advertised now by some realtors who are saying, come and assume these loans. Um, FHA loans are assumable. VA loans are assumable. USDA loans, assumable. Some conventional loans, assumable. It depends on the actual loan servicer. And That information is generally available in your closing document if you just purchased or if you just refinanced. Your paperwork will tell you if your loan is assumable, but you can also contact your loan servicer and determine, is your loan assumable if you are in the need to sell? Now, the other day I made a comment, someone was, a realtor had highlighted that there was a VA loan assumable for any veteran buyer. And I made the comment that VA loans are assumable by non-veterans. You do not have to be eligible for a VA loan, purchase loan of your own in order to assume. You don't have to have your own entitlement and you don't have to have your own personal benefit in order to assume a VA loan. And I had people, uh, some of them veterans, who were actually very unhappy with the concept that someone who was not eligible themselves could assume a VA loan. Now, 
I, I say to all of our veterans out there that I sincerely thank you for your service. And I didn't mean it to be any part disrespectful when I shared this information, but there is a very serious reason why the Veterans Administration determined that they are opening assumption, and it has been for a very long time, VA loans are assumable by non-eligible veterans. Um, and that is because a market just like this could exist. If a veteran owned a home or an active duty military personnel, they owned a home and they had a VA loan tied to the property. Let's say they're active duty and they get new orders and their new orders take them to a different location. They want the opportunity to present that veteran or that active military member to be able to have the most flexibility with their financing. So offering that property with an assumable loan that someone who is eligible by qualification alone could, could capture gives them more flexibility. They aren't stuck. Let's say that they owe more than the house is worth. There's That's happened. And the opportunity to take a VA loan and pay any indifference in cash is available. The ability for someone to assume the loan in some circumstances is not necessarily a huge benefit. Now, let's say in this market, we have very, very few people who have a property that isn't worth what's owed on the property at this point. Lots of people have tremendous equity still, hand over fist. So in the instance of assuming a loan right now, what you might run into is that you may end up having to put a much bigger down payment in order to assume that loan. Now, that might be a fantastic opportunity. If you have gift funds, if you have retirement account, if you're able to capture a rate in the twos and threes and fours, but you have to bring more cash to the table than maybe you have on hand, it's definitely a good idea to take a look at your depth of opportunity. Do you have a retirement account that you could tap into? Do you have family that would be offering you a gift in order to make that happen? Sometimes early inheritance. Oftentimes people tell me that it wasn't until they got into the contract and shared with their families that they were buying a house that people brought them the prospect of giving a gift. And so having that conversation with their families upfront in some instances has really allowed people to say, I can come with a much bigger down payment and assume that really valuable low fixed rate loan. And they do not have to be a veteran or active duty military in order to achieve that with a, a VA loan. Now, all loan assumption has a similar process. You still have to qualify. And so when they say an eligible personnel to qualify, they mean an eligible person by income, credit, and asset standards. There isn't a need for you to have any special designation. So if your credit is in line, if your income and your employment is in line, if your assets are dialed in, and that includes receiving a gift, know that there might be an opportunity for you to capture from one of these sellers their magnificently locked in interest rate. If you're in that predicament or that opportunity presents itself and you do not know what to do or you don't know what questions to ask, and your realtor is not providing you with that information, please give me a call and let me be part of your team of creating that knowledge base for you, getting the information from the sellers, from their servicer directly, and understanding all of what you're going to run into in that process. Sometimes it's a little bit longer than the process of 
acquiring a new loan, um, but it does and can save people tremendously over time if they have the ability to bring that down payment. So again, 831-435-0385 is my phone number. And I look forward to helping anybody who is in that position. Right now, the coaching that I'm giving to the majority of realtors out there is please make sure you ask the seller about the financing that they have in place because it affords you the opportunity to know if this is a viable option or not. It's a more comfortable conversation had from a listing agent perspective. They created rapport with the seller, but I am relaying to buyer's agents the same thing. Um, when someone tells me they're going to make an offer on a property, I'll look in public record and see when was the last time they financed. And it may or may not tell me details about their loan, but it at least gives me a, a time gap in order to understand what they may have been able to achieve when they refied or when they purchased and uh, it gives us a good temperature reading on whether or not this is a reasonable question to ask. As always, I am here to serve and bring information. So 831-435-0385. We're going to be back in just a moment. It's Mortgage Matters with Misha. Once again, here's Misha Dimitruk. All right. Last week, we detailed out the return of no ratio programs for owner-occupied buyers. A huge boom in the market, again, for buyers whose documentation does not necessarily reflect their ability to borrow the amount of money that they need in a transaction. This week, I'm going to highlight for you an, an investment property loan with a 15% down payment. Now, previously, I had shared with you that the low, low down payment for investment properties at 15% was really a renovation loan. And this is not a renovation loan. It is for properties that are non-owner occupied. Minimum down payment is 15%. Depending on a borrower's credit, they could be looking at as little as three months reserves. Now, reserves being principal interest, taxes, and insurance on the property. That is a tremendous ability for a buyer who has either limited funds or who's looking to preserve their funds because they see on the horizon the opportunity that their cash flexibility will be able to afford them. In all downturn markets, there's going to be the ability for those with cash and liquidity to make acquisitions and to make investments that will carry them on into their next portfolio boom. And having that liquidity and that cash flexibility in today's market is tremendous. As I've said many times before, please do not seriously pay down your loan on a property you're not leaving to bring you no benefit if you can't recast and adjust your mortgage payment on a monthly, monthly basis. Don't pay down your loan with that cash. Keep that cash right now. That cash is king and is going to bring you the ability to make an investment or to capitalize on an opportunity where others may need leveraging and financing. And with the current market and the interest rates on standard loan products right now, that cash is your key to the kingdom. And speaking of keys to the kingdom and the opportunity to learn, we have on the phone with us Maggie Barr. Maggie, how are you today? I'm good. Thanks. Good. Maggie, remind everybody who you are and what it is you do, please. Well, I'm a realtor and team leader at Keller Williams in Santa Cruz. 
and I cover the Santa Cruz County area. I work with both buyers and sellers. Fantastic. Now, Maggie and I have worked together many times. Maggie and I were talking the other day about the, the shifting in the real estate environment and how the conversation with buyers and sellers today versus you know, the spring or last year this time is just different. Maggie, what are you telling your sellers right now? I know you just got your property sold. So tell me what the conversation is with your sellers to keep them excited about the opportunities ahead of them and to keep them focused on the realities of the market. Well, there's, I, I tell them to move quickly because we're going into the fall and there's, you know, seasonal concerns, everything, especially where I am in, in the Santa Cruz mountains and the resort areas of Santa Cruz, you know, slows down in the fall. And then it also helps because because of the market changing and the shifting and the reduction in the number of buyers out there just in general, you know, you want to move sooner rather than later. Um, maybe if you had projects that you were thinking about doing that are, you know, going to take three to six months, maybe forego those and, and sell now instead of waiting, that sort of thing. But also be patient because just because your house doesn't sell in two weeks or three weeks like it may have done in the past or, you know, six months ago, doesn't mean that you have to give up money and walk away with less, you know, less to show for your investment. There's a lot of places in the country where normally in a good market, it takes a month or two to sell a property. So I think that sellers in the Bay Area up until recently have been really spoiled and they feel like, oh, well, it must be overpriced if it doesn't sell in two weeks. And that's not true. It just takes more time to get the buyers through, to get the right buyer who's going to fall in love with the place and where that property will be definitely worth the money to that, that specific buyer. So it's all about moving quickly to get listed, but then once you're listed, be patient. Absolutely. Excellent, excellent advice. And now on the flip side of that, the buyers here. The buyers in the market, we're seeing them come back around as the inventory is growing or as things are not selling as quickly. What is it that you're selling, uh, saying to your buyers in order to rejuvenate their shopping? With buyers, you know, it depends on what's going on in their life, but there's, there's not really a good reason to wait and buy later. If you can't find the right property, if you're looking for something very unique, like a certain size house with a certain size lot with a view or a room for a dog or, or those types of things, you know, yeah, waiting is worth it because you want to find just the right place. But I wouldn't necessarily wait just because of the market, you know, changing or interest rates. We don't know what's going to be what it's going to be like in three to six months from now. Maybe it's going to be worse, right? Maybe interest rates will be higher. Maybe inventory will be harder to come by, and maybe you you could have refinanced in six months from now. So I don't think it's a good time to wait around. The only thing is, is if you have a job change potentially coming up, if you're concerned about layoffs. You know, that's a good reason to wait, maybe. But but if you feel like you have the funds, you have a relatively stable job, there's no reason why you shouldn't jump in. And actually, there are probably some good bargains to be had out there for sellers who are, are in a hurry and they can't wait, you know, four to five months to sell. Maybe you can get a home for a lot less than you normally would have otherwise. Excellent, excellent advice. Maggie, please remind everybody how to get in touch with you. You can reach me at MaggieBarr.com, that's with two R's, or call me at 831-252-0504. Thank you so much, Maggie. We look forward to having you again. Thanks for joining. Hey, thanks a lot. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
We're going to take a break and we'll be back in just a moment. You're listening to Mortgage Matters with Misha. This is Mortgage Matters with Misha with financial services expert, Misha Dimitruk. All right, ladies and gentlemen. One of the topics that comes up continuously with people is how to look at their credit and be objective about it. And we've talked about this before on the show, but there is a way for you to look at your credit without dinging your credit for a hard credit inquiry. You can go to annualcreditreport.com and request from each of the bureaus your credit profile. Now, it's not going to give you the score, but it is going to give you all of the data that is reporting on you, meaning all of the accounts, all of the collections, all of the addresses, all of the information that the bureaus have. And that's one of the things that you need to be aware of. And on an annual basis, the reason it's available to you at no cost from each of the bureaus is because you should be reviewing these things. And sometimes these are the ways people find out that their information has been compromised. So they find out that there's a new address reported under them. Uh, They find out there's a new account opened under them. I had a client who found out that they had collections from someone who had stolen their identity and were renting apartments in their name. They had an ID made with their information and they found out about all of it by looking at their credit report. So please take the time to check in on yourselves and your personal financial securities every year by visiting annualcreditreport.com. There's no cost for this and there is total benefit to you. Well, we have on the call Daniel from Coldwell Banker. Daniel, how are you doing today? Awesome, Misa. How are you? And how's the Bay Area doing? Oh, the Bay Area is doing fantastic. As usual, uh, we are doing great over here. Daniel, I understand you have a great new listing to share with us. Yes, I do. Thank you. I have a listing in San Carlos, White Oak coming on the market this Thursday, San Carlos, California, just 12 miles from the SFO airport. Um, and it's in a really cool uh, house, a corner lot, three bedroom, two bath, 1,750 square feet on a 6,000 square foot lot and an attached two-car garage. We're going to go on the market, Misha, for $1,995,000. Fantastic. Well, now, Daniel, in this type of a market, what was the information that you shared with your seller about capturing a realistic price and closing quickly? Because I know that's on the minds of anyone who's looking to sell or is selling right now. Totally. Thank you, Misha. What I told my seller is, you know, he wanted to go in um, at like 2.350, 2.4, but he wants to sell it like yesterday. And I said, (laughs) no, you can't. (laughs) This is not 2021. The market has shifted. Look at the data here. And he's listening to me. I said, if you want to sell your house very quickly, we need to go on the market under $2 million to get people to come to our open house and hopefully no more than one full open house weekend. And then mm-hmm. we'll show a couple offers or more. That's the strategy right now. Right. An excellent strategy at that. Well, and with a property that in this type of a market, you know, where you're at, this is San Mateo County for those of you who don't know, uh, San Mateo County has the highest listing prices in the state at this time and has for many, many months. And so this is a very, very hot market, very, very desirable. And it really the the hub of many, many things around the Bay. And so he's probably not going to be sitting on that property for very long, but pricing it appropriately is really about setting the right tone, 
with the with the market. And um, as yeah. we were just having another conversation with another realtor about the, exactly the same thing and you know understanding the realities of where you're at now daniel please remind everyone um now you'll be, you'll be holding this property this weekend open yes this weekend saturday and sunday it's um 1701 chestnut street san carlos and Fantastic. i will be there this saturday and sunday from 2 to 4 30 p.m myself with uh with another lender over um at the open house hosting with me and we'll all right, great. Please tell everybody how to get in touch with you. My phone number is 408-761-2883. Wonderful. Thanks so much for joining, Daniel. Always a pleasure. You're welcome. Thank you, Misha. Thanks. Bye-bye. So as you can see, there are still many, many transactions that are taking place out there. And what I continuously relay over to any of the buyers that I have pre-approved or any buyers that come my way talking about pre-approval is don't panic. The market will continue to move. Sellers will still need to sell. People will get married. People will lose loved ones. People will downsize. People will need to upsize. People will need to make moves in the real estate market because it's the foundation of your life. And so it's not that the market is going to come to a standstill just because interest rates are higher and interest rates are not forever. Even if you're looking at an investment property, you do have the opportunity to afford yourself flexibility by seeking out a loan that doesn't have a prepayment penalty. So there's lots of opportunity out there still in the marketplace and plenty of homes out there for you to choose from. As Maggie relayed, a property might sit for a little bit until the right buyer comes along and we definitely want you to wait for that right buyer. We're going to take a break and come back with this week's challenge. It's Mortgage Matters with Misha. Once again, here's Misha Dimitruk. All right. As any of you who listen to the show know, this is really my favorite part of the show. And it's always my favorite part because it triggers the phone calls and the text messages and the emails from you, our listeners, giving me the feedback on the topic of the week. So the, the topic for this week is buying outside the bay. I talk with buyers and I talk with sellers on a routine basis. And the feedback from a lot of people is that they're just, they're tired. And in their being tired and the state of perpetual exhaustion of the price point and maybe the competition, which has waned some in the last few months, the excitement of what you can get buying outside the bay has definitely boomed where in those markets, for the home markets, for those people that are out of the area for Bay Areas or Bay Area residents, those people are pulling back a little bit because that's what they are used to. Here in the Bay Area, we are accustomed to higher prices and competition. With lessening competition and prices not that deflated, the opportunity for you to take that money and purchase somewhere else affords you much more home. With the work from home, and flexible work strategies that we are seeing still remaining for a lot of people and sort of a mentality that I think is going to carry on in the foreseeable future. Technology has supported it. And uh, for a good many people, they're just not going back. They, they would leave jobs, they would find new jobs that afforded them this opportunity. And so the ability for them to work in a market where they love where they live and they're afforded the house or the community that they want for their lifestyle at a lesser price point than the Bay Area is something that is achieved day in and day out. 
a lot of move out and move on buyers are taking their money from the Bay and relocating somewhere else, whether they buy a home still in California or whether they relocate entirely. I have clients who have sold their home in the Bay Area and bought multiple homes and are you know, sort of snowboarding in, in the winter in southern states and headed north in, in the, the summer months to enjoy all of the seasons and all of the country that it has to offer them. So if you are in this predicament where you, you feel like you could qualify here, um, maybe you know you are pre-approved, but you just find yourself not wanting to pay that high of a price for maybe not all of the house that you dreamed of. If you have family and friends who live out of state and you talk with them about the price points for properties in their markets, and you're thinking, gosh, why am I paying such high dollars in, in the area that I'm in when I could be getting such a better home somewhere else? This conversation is for you, and I want to have that chat because, you know, as Jeff mentioned, knowing these markets and getting out and trying them on for size is something that we are seeing people take more and more seriously, particularly if you have work flexibility. Trying a market out, move somewhere for a few months, feel what it's like to, to live in that community, and then make that purchase. Buying in a market that you do not know that you don't know anyone that you've maybe never visited is, is not the advice that I'm giving to people. And just because the price point is amazing doesn't mean that it's a place that you're going to thrive and, and love living in. But definitely the ability for you to stretch your dollar and lower your price point and overall afford you more financial flexibility in your monthly budget and in your cash savings of what you aren't having to put down on the higher priced home here in the Bay Area is available by people stepping out of the bay. And again, it, it could be to the foothills, it could be to NorCal, it could be down into the Central Valley, it could be into an entirely different state. And there's a lot of flexibility out there. If you're looking to stabilize your housing, you want to minimize that price and step away from the Bay Area market, please give us a call, 831-435-0385. Get formally pre-approved. We'll talk about all the ins and outs of what's needed for you in order to ensure that you can capture a property when you have found a market that you love. And we'll talk about what that looks like for you on paper. You begin living as if you're making that payment already. Pay your rent from the money you set aside that's your intended mortgage payment and live without adding to your credit cards. Live without minimizing your lifestyle. Tell me how that payment fits for you. And do you have flexibility or do you need to make adjustments? Because it's always best to know these pieces of information in advance of them being required. Oftentimes, when I see people stretching for a certain price point, I will ask questions about, you know, are there other people who will be living with you that will be offsetting some of these expenses? And for a good many people in the Bay Area, they're going to rent rooms. I, I have a client who had before he even closed, had someone renting his garage because he had a two-car garage and he only had one car. So he rented the whole other side of the garage and was bringing in money to offset his own expenses. There's a lot of different strategies that we can put into play for buyers to make the market more appetizing for them and more affordable. And it really just depends on where's your flexibility. For some people, they don't want to leave the Bay. For some people, they can't leave the Bay. For some people, it's not about staying in one particular area. It's just about getting the house that fits their needs and that supports the type of lifestyle and their lifestyle more and more as finances have become a little bit more restrictive as we see the economy taking turns, people are wanting to be very certain about what their expenses are going forward. 
and they want to have savings for a rainy day. And that is something that we all hope to have and we want to create that stability. So understanding your options is going to be the key to your financial success. So please allow me the opportunity to walk you through this, determine what your purchase power is, what that payment would look like for you, and then we can start looking for markets that support that opportunity for you. Now, as always, I talk about formal pre-approval, and this is something that we continue to look at. I, I also encourage people who are taking out non-conventional financing to ensure that they have that second step of financing put in place. If you are taking a bridge loan in order to capture a property and you know you have to refinance out of it, make sure you have that refinance loan structured and approved in advance so that you know you have the next step laid out. It's definitely a disservice if you don't have all the pieces of the puzzle laid out before you. My objective is to make sure that you can get into and out of any type of situation that you find yourselves in here in real estate lending. And that is peace of mind that I want to make sure everyone has. This show will rebroadcast tomorrow between six and seven and Sunday between three and four. But at any point, if you need customized information, if you need personalized details provided to you about your circumstances, reach out to me directly. 831-435-0385-M-E-S-H-A at EssexMortgage.com. As always, a pleasure. Be well and stay safe, Bay Area. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.